AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com.
Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Hello and welcome to Season 10, Episode 25 of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Tottenham Hotspur have just beaten Ludogrets 4-0 in Europa League. Today I'm joined on the line by David Alfie Ward. How you doing, mate? Hello. Oh, good. How are you? I'm really good, mate. I'm really good. Why wouldn't I be good? We're top of the league. What, 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 <laughs> what, what, what are you saying, Dave? Are you, are you saying I shouldn't be good right now or what? Well, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm starting to believe, and I don't like the feeling of that. I know, so. it's spook, spook it. That's that is that the weird conundrum we find ourselves in, isn't it? Um, yes. That uh, we 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 are top of the league, and uh, you know, was it nine games played or eight games played? Nine games, nine, 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 nine games played, and we are uh, sitting pretty at the top of the league. But it doesn't feel pretty. It's not like being four points clear at this 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 stage in the season. Because if we were four points it, clear over the season, that would end up four, eight, twelve, sixteen points clear, which is an absolute landslide in terms of winning the league. It's funny though, isn't it? Because like, we are top and it's almost like there's this self-defense mechanism that kick, kicks in that's almost like this inner voice telling you, no, 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 don't enjoy it. Because you ain't gonna stay there. Yeah. Don't don't be don't get arrogant and cocky. But whereas I'm now thinking, fuck it, we we don't know how long it's gonna last for. Do you know what I mean? Enjoy it for for what it is. We're doing well. It's early days, quarter of the season done. You just don't know what's gonna happen. Wear your heart on your sleeve, because these are the it's moments the that you need to enjoy. That's... It isn't, mate. It isn't. I'm saying this, and part of me is like, shut the fuck up. You're a liar. You're gonna get off this podcast, and you're gonna you're gonna get anxiety about the Chelsea game this weekend. But that's just football. All football fans are like that. I think it doesn't suit us to be arrogant and cocky, does it, really? We're not those type of... We're yeah. not that type of fan. Fans, we, fans we of other clubs are, though. And... The fa- fans of other clubs are. Like, like, look at the way the Arsenal fans re- react to defeats. It's like they're entitled to be better than they are rather than just yeah. accepting the state that they find themselves in and dealing with it like we've done over many, many years. I kind of feel like... And, and the same with Chelsea as well. Chelsea fans, I spoke to one earlier. I did something on a, a, another channel where um, there was a lot of us on, on this call or this video and speaking to the Chelsea and they're proper, proper up for it. Like they're proper, not only up for it, they're just expectant of a victory. And that comes from having in recent years success. Whereas Spurs haven't had that. So we find ourselves in two different stages of mindset. But mm. the reality is we're both on an even, well, actually, we are above them, but we're on an even kill. We're on a collision course. It's like it's kind of like two up and coming boxers who have to fight each other to see who is the best. That, that's kind of what it feels like. If if you're into your boxing, Bud Crawford versus Errol Spence, if that fight happens, that's deciding who is the best at their weight, and that it feels like that. It might be a little bit like that for Spurs and Chelsea. We are going to preview the game, but Dave, how do you respond to that? It's it's weird because you're right in a way that you know they are expectant just because of their recent history and 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 they've had one over on us you know in recent times more often than not so 
that will come into them being confident. And, and plus it is at Stamford Bridge with fans. I know like there's no fans as well. So that could, you know, play in our favour as such because I don't think home advantage is much of a thing these days. Yeah. But still, I, I, I'm going into this and I'm like, I'm I'm not so, I'm just a bit like, it's, it's weird because I'm, I'm thinking about the game and I'm thinking, we could dick them. We could, we could go 4-0 up in like the first hour. And there's a point where we could go 4-0 down in the first hour and I just don't fucking know anymore. Yeah. And the thing is, is that we used to know. We used to know that we go into these games and we lose. The The reality now is that we just don't know. Not because we don't know that Spurs could turn up and do all right, but we've turned up every game bar two this season. Antwerp and Everton in the first game. Um, the first 45 minutes of Southampton, which I don't know. If, I, I always think back to that because I think the Everton game was awful and then the next game was Southampton. And the first 45 minutes before Sun scored right on the edge of half time of our first shot I thought we are dire we're dross <laughs> just thought, yeah, and yeah, now but... I'm like we're the fucking best yeah well because uh, well, you know that the reason why we beat Southampton was because we had a game plan and we stuck to it despite the adversity of the first half we stuck to it and we put them to the sword in the most obvious sense of the word it, you know th- th- there wasn't a more dominant side that will go to Southampton probably in the next 10 years and do what we did to them and yeah and, and we did it we did uh, i think that's that's what you need to remember for for this for this chelsea game that you saw what we did against manchester city you know this is again i keep repeating this but this is why Mourinho is Mourinho, and this is why we have to it's uncomfortable having faith in his methods because we tend to be more relaxed and casual with the whole swagger and the Tottenham style, whatever that's meant to be. I don't even know we know what that's meant to be anymore because we had we had traits under Pochettino that made us a proper team. And I think under Mourinho, we're more shrewd and calculated and deliberate and we will do things that are not particularly attractive, ugly, but it's the things the big teams do in order to get the points to win titles. Whether we win the title or not, that's not for us to discuss really at this point. It's too early. But against Chelsea, I'm expecting him again to do some kind of containment, illusion, whatever the fuck it is he's going to do. He will adapt the team. And the difference between this season and last season is the players get it now. I think they understand what it is they have to do. Not just with the style of football. You remember all or nothing, Deli Alli going mental in the dressing room about the kicking the ball upfield and whatever else. That's because we weren't synergised at that point. We didn't really know what we were doing. This team, this squad of players right now, with the form they're in, they know what they're doing. So they have faith in Mourinho. And that's why Mourinho gets pumped up after games. Against City, he was the daggers he gave Hoybe. Okay, uh, we just lost. Uh, we just lost Spooky. We lost Spooky. Hopefully, you can well, I'll, I'll continue. The daggers he gave Hoiberg <laughs> was like, yeah, gonna fucking whatever Spook would say. Um, I, w- <laughs> yeah, I want but, to believe. Yeah, well, <laughs> but the, the, but the, it's true. It is. It, it is, is true. Are we, are we, are we, are we continuing? Are we getting yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're fine. We're getting back. But this is we're, we're um, he's 100 percent correct. It is that we. The, the the daggers that he gave Hoiberg was a knowing, a, a shared knowing that together. That, that, that if we pull together, if we believe in what Mourinho is saying, we, uh, we, we're going to be on to, to, to great things. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a fluke, was it? I mean, that, that's, it was a tactical game plan and whatever people want to say to try and tarnish that, you know, um, I think I've seen so many 
meant to be professional opinions on on Tottenham from the media and and Sky Sports and Talksport and all all that. And a lot of them are so wrong that they go, oh yeah, he just sets them up to park the bus, and then he's uh, he's lucky that we have Kane and Son to unlock defenses. You know, when we do get the odd break, it's not like that. You're just you're you're either narrow-minded or you're a moron if you if you think like that. It's actually quite beautiful to watch. You know, in a in a weird going 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 back to. To, to boxing, you know, we all like people that, you know, it's hit and don't get hit. But then sometimes we like people getting hit and then keep coming forward. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, Ricky Hatton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Indeed. Uh, I just want to just mention a, a video we put out this week. Well, it's the Fighting Cock, um, we're trying to manoeuvre everything we do. It, it not just being about the podcast or the website or whatever we do. We want to, we want to make content that that uh, people are proud of basically and, and it makes people feel good about their football club. So we put a, a video out on social media this week where we tried to sum up what it was like to be Spurs, a Spurs fan over the last few years. Uh, you know, thank you for all of the lovely messages because we have been literally agonising over this video for the last two weeks thinking, is it too much? Is it going to make us look like mugs? And the reality is that as we put it out, people really liked it. So thank you for everyone. It's perfect, mate. It's, it's so good. Thank Honestly, you. well well done well, to it, everybody involved. It just it, the, the difficult thing is about making it like feel like what it follows, what it's like to follow Tottenham. That, that's the difficult bit. But, um, you know, the, the crux of it is just what all of us feel, right? So it's just about encapsulating, encapsulating what people feel and putting it into... A video and that's what we tried to do so uh yeah Jordan... and the, the great thing about it was it, it it captured yeah exactly that from the fans point of view it, i mean we could everyone could do compilations of, of tottenham's greatest games and stuff like that but this is not what that video is about it's about what we feel week in week out when we're traveling up and down the country when we're meeting up with our mates and and the heartbreak and and the 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 community that comes with that and and it's it's, it's perfect mate Nice one, nice one. Well, uh, uh, I got a lot of praise for it, but it, well, I was uh, a, a mere cog in the machine. Uh, Charlie and Ricky have been like, you know, they've done they've done a great job anyway. And uh, Spooky wrote the script, which is the most important part of it. Spook, it is right. It's easy to write. <laughs> it's it's easy to 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 get emotional about Tottenham, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We've got loads more, loads more shit coming along. So don't want to go on about it, but you know, thanks for enjoying it, and um, hopefully. Uh, you enjoy all the other bollocks we put out in the future. Um, we beat Lou Gretz, Spook. Uh, one, yes, one foot in the knockout stages uh, that include Arsenal and Leicester. We'll come on to that in a second. But what was really satisfying about this is Vinicius, his display. And, and not that he was incredible, but he delivered. He scored two goals. No, he, scored, he scored two goals. He got an assist on the back of two assists against um, some other little shit shithole club we played. Um, is could he be? Is he the the correct striker to have as a backup to Kane? Well, yeah, because he's in that kind of in that place between you know he's not someone that's going to demand to be playing first team football, so he's not going to get aggy. He's not going to get despondent sitting on the bench. He knows he's there to do a job, and it's then up to him to do a job good enough to pose that question. I mean, what a question! Suppose, like, if you're a footballer and you come in and suddenly you're undroppable and you're meant to be the backup striker <laughs> and the main striker's Harry Kane, I mean, Christ, that's that, that, that's a, a dream scenario. But there's no need to get to look that far ahead again. It's We knew he could play a bit of football and he could link up, right? And what we wanted to see is 
how tidy he can be when he's in that position to to kind of slot the ball away. And he and he's done that. You know, he looks confident. His his energy and his enthusiasm. You can't you know you can't have a dig at him at all. He looks like a player that wants to do well. So it's great. It's great having Harry sit on the bench and watch someone well, else not come in. It was a great display, but actually the, the two players that really stole the limelight, in my opinion, were the ones that are currently under the spotlight in Harry Winks and Deli Alley. And that isn't yeah. about Harry Winks's superbly meant finish from 56 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when that in, I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, but you could see from his eyes, he was he was going for uh, Gareth Bale, which was the right pass. It's just sometimes it ends up in the net. My dad always used to say to me, he goes, the amount of... You know, girl, I used to play football. I was pretty fucking good. And the amount of goals I scored by crossing the ball in, when I, I thought I was crossing the ball in, it went straight in the net and everyone fucking came to me and piled on. And I took every single one of them. What he didn't do, Harry <laughs> Winks, is admit to the fact that you meant it. And uh, and Jose Mourinho came out afterwards and said, he's too good, too kind. If you score a goal like that, you have to say you meant it. But it was obvious he didn't. Anyway, um, Dave, what, what did you make of Harry Winks's and especially Deli Ali's display, because it feels like, maybe not for Harry Winks, I'm not sure how he gets in above Hoybier, but Deli Ali staked a claim to some some extent, do you think? I mean, most definitely, because the thing with Ali is he's, we all know that he's a very, very gifted, intelligent footballer. And, um, you know, last night, OK, he wasn't up against much. Let's, let's, you know, let's call it what it is. He wasn't up against much, but he had to put in a display and he was intelligent enough and unselfish enough where, you know, the uh, Vinicius second goal, where Ali could have easily, I mean, it wasn't, Finished the, it, the yeah. goal was gaping for Ali himself, wasn't it? He could have put it in and, and just said, look, look, boss, here I am, I'm scoring goals. But he was intelligent enough to probably know that I could put this on a plate for, for, for Vinny, as they call him, and just like give him a bit of confidence and... um I like that. I mean, Ali isn't, he's not a bad footballer. You don't become a bad footballer over, overnight and his head might have dropped and he might have, you know, Mourinho might, he might be out of favour with Mourinho as it is, but I still have every hope that he can come back in and do a job because if this is, a, if this is a, a title race we're in, and I think we are, I'll, I'll say it, I think we are, and it's a race, I'm not saying we're going to win it, but a race, you need players like Ali that are going to come in and, you know, change games we need at, him. We at need times him, yeah 100 percent. and um i really hope that he looks at someone like <clears throat> ndombele and and so she's that you can you know once she looks like you're exiled you can come back and you can be playing good football so it's, it's all good signs if you what, ask me and, what was what was um, imp- you... really important about Dele Alli's assist was that he could have finished that and it wouldn't have made any difference to his position currently if he scores a goal he scores a goal the fact that he laid that on for Vinicius and, and Jose Mourinho made a comment about him being a team player, which meant that single moment of action, the moment where he decided instead of sweeping it into the net, which he could have done, he would have 99 times out of 100, he, he would have buried that. Literally, mm-hmm. it, it was, you know, you know how good he is under pressure and, 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 and what coolness he has of head. Um, but what he decided to do in that moment was just to ensure that the goal was scored and bring Vinicius into it as well. So you can see that Jose Mourinho was grateful for that. And what I'm saying is, I guess what I'm getting at, is is the fact that Dele Alli is playing himself, not just you know on the pitch, because this is the first real game time he's had, and he was superb, probably maybe a man in a match last night. 
but he's he's playing himself into Jose Mourinho's mindset, where where two or three weeks ago it felt like he didn't have a single choice. Uh, the, there was no chance that he was going to be a Spurs player that we're going to sell him. Now it feels like actually we've got another tool in the box. Do you, can you see a turnaround, Spooky, similar to Ndombele, where Dele Alli may not become as influential as Ndombele has become, but becomes an intrinsic part of this title challenge? I hope so. It's it, it's difficult to gauge at the minute what... I mean, Mourinho obviously wants Dele to apply himself in a certain way, right? And then when he's applying himself in training, he's doing all the right things, making all the right moves... Then he's a he's a team player. He's back in the squad. He's an option again, and then it's what he does in high intensity games. And we happen to have like Chelsea and Arsenal coming up. Do you know what I mean? And he loves playing against these these teams. I think yeah. at some point Mourinho has to make a decision and, and put his arms around Delhi and say, "I believe in you again. You're 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 on the bench," and then and then push him from there. Um, there's this thing about Mourinho saying he doesn't make leaders. You know, players work work out for themselves, as if to suggest it's the onus is on the player. It's always on the player, and it, and it and I get be. that. I get that philosophy. I get that. I get the reasoning behind that. But I think with Delhi, he does. He we know what he can do when he's on absolute fire, and it's just what are we losing by? Well, we're we're losing we're, we're losing Spooky. But what what <laughs> what are we, what are we losing by? Um... You know, not well, not, well, not, not man on the bench or at least yeah, yeah. well, just yeah. not not taking exactly. advantage of of Deli Ali's um, many many um, skills and, and and abilities to change games. And well, the thing is, Flav, we play like like City. We just played, and uh, we've got some big games coming up. And and the the Hoiberg and Dombele and Sissoko is, is working really well. You can't fault it, right? But if you go before the um, international break when we're playing West Brom and Burnley, who want to sit deep against us, and they want to. I mean, you don't always have to play then a Sissoko and you could bring in a midfield of Hoiberg and Dombele and Ali. And I, I could see that working against a team that wants to sit back against us, you know, to pick the lock a bit more. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Oh, do I keep cutting off, lads? No, no, yeah. no, you're not, you don't at all. Fucking nah. <laughs> hell. Like, do you know what? That's all his best stuff. Of... Yeah, he is, literally. And then I look at the phone and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, man, this is but gold content. Me and Dave are so pro that, that we we just fill in for you. We just let you pick up. As, as you dip out, we pick up. Yeah, we're like Sissoko and Hoiberg. We just fill in those gaps. Yeah, uh, literally. Hey, you uh, see, Spooky is living in a cave in Afghanistan somewhere. <laughs> um, let, let's move on. Let's move on from... Um, uh, Deli Ali and Ari Winks and our performance against Luda Goretz. What I would say is that every game in Europe feels like there's a purpose. Like we don't do too much, we do enough to win. And that do enough, doing enough to win is significant victories. 4-0, you know, 5-2 last year against Olympiacos or whatever it was. So it, it's moving forward. But I don't know if anyone's heard. I don't know if, I don't know if you, Dave, you've heard of this or spoke if you... <coughs> Are remotely aware of this, but we're sponsored by William Hill, and uh, I'm sure you're aware. When what? did that happen? <coughs> what happened when you it? keep cutting out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they came in. Get that bastard out! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they they do send over some odds uh, for each game. They've got some special odds for us. Uh, we've got some ones for Chelsea. Uh, actually, before we go into that, there's the. the They've given us an opportunity. The people that listen to the Fighting Cock, if you listen to this now, right, they've given us an opportunity to put 
your best and worst Christmas jokes to Tottenham players, right? So all you need to do in order to, to get your Christmas joke sent to the players and they'll react to it is uh, email us at the fighting cock. No, email us at editor at the fighting uk and we'll forward, forward them on to uh, William Hill who will then forward them on to the players and you'll see a video of them reacting to your joke. So, like, I mean, this is the fighting cock, so don't be too tame. Like, go balls in, 10 toes. Let us know, let, let them know, let, let Harry Kane, Harry Winks, all of them, let them know the, your, your most horrendous Christmas jokes. Uh, yeah, send them to your videos. Uh, they'll, they'll collate the best ones. Make sure they're funny. Obviously, don't send in shit jokes. And uh, over 18s only, no alcohol on display if possible. All right, so they've, got, they've sent us across some odds for the game against Chelsea Spurs to win the 13-5, to which is not that far off evens if you look at it really uh what 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 what, what do you reckon boys you go into the tie against Chelsea as a uh you know you know in a favorable mood or if I had to put money on I'd put money on the draw or would you take a draw yeah I, I probably would take a draw and then and then and then the win against Arsenal and then shift on from there obviously I mean this is just just the, a feeling I have. I think it's going to be a, a tighter game than the City game. I think that Chelsea will have a lot more to offer. Yeah. All right, Dave. What about you? What would you? Do? Yeah. No, I I agree. But I think we looked at the next two games. You want you you take four points, right? Um, but like I said earlier, there's a part I just can't call Tottenham at the moment. I just don't know how they're going to turn up and if they're going to they can just we can blow teams out of the park or we can and Chelsea can get got out of the back, but they are. They are at this time of uh, recording. They are better at attacking than City are, you know, at the moment, right? So they're going to put a sterner test against us. Plus, Toby, who's been on some of the best form he's been in in years, is out. So you're like, you'll take a draw, probably. But do you know what? Fuck it. Three 0 Tottenham. If you had, if you had two to one, two one, it would be ten to one to Spurs. And uh... it will be a tight game, and I don't think anyone. You know, I, I feel it probably will be a tight game, and if there is a winner, it's it's not going to be by by three, like I just just boldly claimed. But yeah, two one sounds good. I'll take two one Spurs now. Spook, can you see a world where we come from behind in this game, where they score first and we pick them back? Yes, if you could, be, be, because we did that. We did that in the League Cup game. I mean, okay, we went to penalties, but um, like like I like I said earlier. Well, if you heard it, I might have got cut off. But Mourinho adapts to to these type of teams. I agree, it will be tight, and it will be it'll probably be one in it. Um, yeah, we can come back from 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 one nil down more so than any other Spurs team in in previous years. If Spurs were to come from behind, it'd be twelve to one. That's not bad. Wow, that's decent. I, I'd I'd put a, I'd put a quid on that. Hundred percent. Um, if we won this game, boys, like I know we just beat Man City. We we had a favourable run in the run up to that Man City game. People were saying, "Yeah, you had a, you know, you you've done well. You you had a good run, but now you got to play the big boys. The first big boy we played, which is re- the reason why we named the previous pod one down. Uh, Man City, we beat them two nil. If we beat Chelsea, then will you allow yourself to? Be excited. Will you allow yourself to believe? Spook. Um, go on, sorry, Spook. 
No, no, I was just going to say, um, I, I already believe because that heart on sleeve in it, it's just the way I want to approach football. I want to put it all out there. And if I, if I, what's the worst that can happen? We don't, we, we, we collapse. We don't win the league. At least we're, well, at least we're talking about potentially gotta winning be, it. Isn't gotta be that? in it, ain't you? It's like, it's, like, yeah. it's like the Champions League last, like a couple of years ago. You have to be in it. Like as much as the, you know, the, the amount of jeopardy and the amount of the amount we have at stake in terms of our emotions and what it's going to feel like if we lose and we if we live through that. But you have to be in the fight. You have to be, even if the even if the um, the jeopardy is so huge that it could hurt you so significantly. You've got to still be in it. It's better to be in it than not. And do you know what what what's for us, if you want to go with superstition, at the beginning of every season where we're spoken about not being good enough for the top four because there just happens to be four teams that are a better place, um, we tend to do something. You know, yes. when we're, we're when we're not spoken about as contenders, we we tend to do something. People are you know, dismissing you've got, us. Though, you've got I think. Gary Neville. Gary Neville, right? He's, he thinks he's a big man. Oh yeah, I still don't believe Spurs are going to win the league. Mate, that isn't a fucking difficult prediction to make because when have we won the Premier League? When when was the last time we won the league? But Spook, you know, imagine that he's making that statement, which makes it significant. Like, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. If like, oh, oh, if if you if you if, you're, if we're not in your psyche, then you're not talking about us. All of them, they're all talking about us. Fans <laughs> of every football club, they're talking about us. You know, you saw that that meme going around. That is, it was like a Wallace and Gromit meme, meme, and it's, uh, um, and it just said, "Chicken like, run, yeah, chicken run." Oh yeah, that's that's quality. And uh, the, 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 the ca- there was a bloke looking really suspiciously, and the caption said uh, that there was a picture of the league table with Spurs at the top, and the, the caption was "Those chickens are up to something." <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're in everybody's minds currently, and it may be, yeah, it may be ten ten games from now we're not in their minds, and it may be that we form another uh, title run, or we 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 group together a certain number of results where we march to the title this this season isn't going to be about spurs being top of the tree for for through the next six months it's not going to be that they're going to be ups and downs but the fact is right now for the first time i think since pochettino's 2015 2016 season the people are genuinely looking at the chickens and thinking (laughs) something's happening over there and my reaction to that is going to lash out and and you know uh, I'm all for it. Yeah, win, win this yeah, win this Saturday uh, <clears throat> Sunday and um and we've really I I mean I, I would I'd be very hard I mean then we have got the scum and I know we have got Laskin in between that but like I'd be so if we win on Sunday I'd be so confident going into the North London derby and I hate that I really fucking hate that feeling I'm not used to that throughout my life yeah so it'd be like. It would it would be Spurs to go and like beat Chelsea and then lose quite handily to Arsenal in it, but fucking, this is what we live for. This is what that video is about. This is this is Tottenham Hotspur, and I wouldn't change it for the fucking world. Nor would I, Dave. Nor would I too. Uh, just just one final odd for you. Um, Spurs to win the league are currently five to one. When we when we set out with William Hill, they had Spurs eight to one. Our performances since then has led us to be in a position where the bookies are saying. Spurs are still third favourites behind Liverpool and City, but five to one for Spurs to win the league. So you should have gone on it before because the odds are going to shrink and shrink and shrink, or they'll go massive in two weeks. I don't know. I mean, we know who, who knows. Uh, just want to say, check out uh, the William Hill website and app for all enhanced odds in the build-up to the kickoff. 
And if you want specific odds, then um, you can tweet at William Hill using the hashtag at uh, hashtag your odds. And they'll give you a price for what's happening. Boys, um, give me your predictions for Chelsea before I let you go. Dave? 1-0 Spurs. 1-0 Spurs. Take that. Speak. My head my head says 2-2. Two, two. My heart says 2-1 Tottenham. My heart says 3-1 madness. The world goes fucking crazy about Jose Mourinho's new Tottenham. Jose isn't back. He never left. That's what I'm gonna, that's that's the narrative <laughs> that I, I'm, I, I'm I'm taking into this weekend. And God to fuck, I hope, please, just any kind of result. I take a draw, anything. Just fucking don't <laughs> let them do us. Don't let them do us. All right, uh, Spook, Dave, you've been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. And this has been the Fighting Cop Podcast. Cheers, guys. Oh no, fuck, fuck, Cheers. Dave. Well, well, Dave, you didn't get a chance to promote your pod. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah, um, I started a podcast during lockdown. I converted. Um, the shed into a podcast studio and it looks pretty fucking good actually it does look good and, it's amazing um, what's your podcast yeah. about and it's uh just just a bit of a shits and giggles podcast um there's it's no rhyme or reason to it questions stuff that's been happening in my life in the week uh, and um yeah it's called has it come to this uh search that wherever you get your podcast or follow me at david alfie ward and um yeah it's good it's getting a lot of um good feedback and i mean again it's no like it's not it's not going to change your life but you're gonna it's, you're right. gonna enjoy your hour Mate, listening to it just, and now i've got just, the studio i just, once covid is over i can get like guests in and dave me and tony dear been talking about starting a podcast dave, usually when we're very drunk but, david yeah it's gonna change your life it's gonna change your life listen to his podcast <laughs> it's gonna change your life what if um, that's the same? Yeah, you, you could, as it as it comes to this, as it comes yeah, to this, you could say street. like you're on a night out. It's just like, you can, well, we could go home, or maybe you should go home. <laughs> maybe you should go back to your own bed. Don't come back because I'm rubbish at. No, sex. I mean you just hear about me chatting, chatting shit, and with I'm your mate as well. Next week to be in a French film, so you can right. hear about that. A bit of a humble brag there. All right, uh, cheers. No, um, no, I just you know. I'll just oh, get in there. Oh, I'm just going to France, and I'm going to be in yeah. the what is it? An adult film? I wish <laughs> I fucking. <laughs> Is it a porno? No, it's not. It's a little fucking. I have to play a hipster that's losing his hair, which is half true. So, um, yeah. All right. Good. Right. Good. Anyway, Dave. love you all, work, and uh, Dave, thank you for letting me plug that. Uh, Dave, work on your promo. <laughs> yeah. Well, you threw it at me. I completely forgot about my own podcast. And that's you like, a lie. Oh, Dave, that's a lie. You never forget about your own podcast. Anyway, uh, Dave, thanks so much, mate. And um, yeah. Spook, I love yes, you. Mate. Bye. Love you too. Go and pick bye, up bye, your kid. Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network.